Welcome to Event Up, the place where people enthusiastic about events stay in the know on the latest trends within the events industry. Live, hybrid, and virtual experiences. From virtual events to conferences, award galas, and everything in between. Here's your host, Amanda Ma. Hello, welcome to Event Up, the place to get the latest and greatest in event industry news, ideas, and topics. In this episode, we'll be discussing championing diversity in how Forbes does events. Today, I'm joined by Erica Spee, Manager of Live Programming at Forbes. Erica is the Manager of Live Programming, where she leveraged her 15 years of experience and skills in curating programming across a wide range of business verticals. In her role, Erica works with the editorial team, vested clients, and a diverse set of speakers in bridging meaningful and engaging conversations with Forbes audience in both in-person and vertical spaces. Erica's thirst for community building, networking, and being a conduit of authenticity are things that she holds very dear to her heart and are what she brings with her wherever she goes. This is so exciting. Erica, thank you for joining us today. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. All right. So, you know, I, I, as I mentioned, I love talking to other events people because this is literally just like talking shop, right? And I, I've been in the industry pretty similar length of time as you, and we both talked about how we also started in college doing some events there already. So probably two decades now, right? Cause yeah. Yeah. We just don't want to say that because we <laughs> will sound older, but yes, it started a long time. Yeah. <laughs> So tell us a little bit, how did you get started in this industry? Well, I would say I fell in love with events back in my college days. Um, I went in um, going an undergrad with a mass comm um, degree, uh, studying in mass comm is what they called it back in the day. And so when I fell in love with the, I, I start, sorry, I'm gonna start all over again. Take two. Okay. I, I fell in love with events probably back during my college years. Uh, when I was going to college, I didn't wasn't quite sure what I immediately wanted to major in. But then when I saw like mass communications being an offering, I thought that that was something that really spoke to me in terms of being something where I could kind of leverage my love of like kind of building community and just kind of talking and engaging with people and being creative. And so while I was at college, I saw that we had a college radio station. And then I was like, oh, that sounds interesting. I love music, you know, and be cool to kind of work in like the radio and to kind of see like what that was would be like. So I started off as promotion director, um, a street promotions director at our college radio station where I was charged with kind of creating the events for the student body, whether it was like a roller skating like event or like one of our um, pageants that we did with the Greek organizations and different things like that. And I love the variety of just kind of working with all different types of groups of people and just like kind of having this blank canvas space that you kind of start off with and then creating like a magical moment where people are excited and just kind of putting out all the little fires behind the scenes and just kind of seeing it all come together. So that was kind of like the impetus of me really kind of falling in love with events and knowing that that was something that I wanted to kind of get into for my future. I love that. I love how everybody's journey kind of starts a little bit differently and look where you are today, right? <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, I, I think what it really attracted me, you know, I was kind of researching and looking for different speakers to bring. And we always love different diversity and also celebrating women. 
right? Really to highlight and really shine spotlight on the professional in these areas. So what we're all about diversity, especially here at agency, we're big on diversity and we've been mm-hmm. big on diversity before it was popular. Yeah. You know, but what does diversity mean to you and how do you kind of weave that into the events that you do and you work on? To me, diversity is, um, I kind of equate it to like championing people who are different and making people feel inclusive, regardless of like what background they come from or like, you know, their different walk of life, different class systems and just all of the above. It's just really kind of being a champion of those voices that may not necessarily always be set on a key platform and just kind of looking for those pockets of people where you can kind of amplify people in different ways and build connection points where other people are inspired to kind of either learn more about something for the first time or even just kind of like learn something new and different you know beyond what they thought that they knew so like to me that's just like diversity just really just is kind of just being an amplifier of of the unknown in different ways or just kind of expanding minds and horizons and new areas I love that I love that I think it's so important to have that element you know and I really appreciate how more and more corporate put emphasis on diversity and the importance of that and what value kind of it brings to the forefront and especially it makes, makes a lot of business sense as well yeah yeah can you share with us a little bit more about the Forbes summit that you guys do and what do you do that's unique for the summit for example like whether it's concept or your strategy or day of execution Yeah, so we do a wide range of different summits across um, various verticals. And so that's something that I really, really appreciate and really like about like my position at Forbes and working in this role. Um, It could be everything from like a CIO summit to something um, that I'm really more passionate about, which is like the women's empowerment. And so most recently um, we had our 3050 summit. This is the second year that we did it in Abu Dhabi. And that I really, really was like really um, happy to be a part of that team because we kind of galvanized women from all different parts of the world, literally globally from the global perspective, and just kind of put together an event that kind of champions different um, things, whether from it's something like from philanthropy to government to just a wide range of different things and all different voices and in this big meeting space and working in an international perspective of that. So that's something I think that we really do well and excel in and just kind of really leaning into a wide range of different areas and arenas and just making sure that wherever we go for whatever event, we're kind of really kind of curating something that is meaningful to the region that we're in, as well as the audience that we may be targeting towards and just different things like that. So that is something I think that's really um, unique that we do. And especially with Forbes being known for its editorial part, you know, I think a lot of times when people hear the word Forbes or when they just think of the organization being Forbes, they think of something just, is this like, you know, the magazine, but it's really expansive, like beyond that. I sit on our live team, which is our events arm of Forbes. And so I think a lot of people are surprised with what we can do from just like the events perspective of Forbes. Cause I think that like when people constantly ask me like what an average day is for me and there is no such thing as an average day (laughs) in events as we all know but especially at Forbes um, there could be I could be working with our editorial team and just kind of being that liaison between them and like a client that's creating a custom event or um, you know if we have we call our tent poles event like which is our 3050 summit which is really editorially driven kind of really being collaborative in that um 
in that way with like different sponsors as well as the editorial and just making sure that um, things, project managing things from a perspective of just making sure that it really reaches like a key audience in a meaningful and impactful way. So I think that's something that we really kind of excel in and we just constantly grow in because every event is so different and we're constantly trying to see how we can kind of be unique and creative in each event, like as we continue to grow. Oh, that's great. And that's a perfect segue into my next question because I was going to ask you what is one of your favorite events that you champion at your company, but is it the women's event? Yeah, so that is definitely one of the favorites, but I would think um, probably one of my other personal favorites is one event that I did last year, which is an event that was called Queens of Culture, Legends of Business. And so that one was really near and dear to my heart because it was really kind of highlighting diverse women that don't really necessarily get the shine and glow um, in different spaces. So with that event, I had to kind of really proactively think of like four women that would speak to women. Um, it was like, for, it was course around the culture base. And so really kind of thinking of what four women could I really kind of put together like in a magical moment in space and time that a wide range of women could relate to for a, 35 minute panel conversation. So that was like something that was really exciting to me. And so I ended up having um, Belisha Butterfield Jones, who used to be the co-president co co of the Recording Academy, Sunny Hostin, Yvette Noel Shore, who's like Beyonce's publicist, and then Huma Abedin. And so there was like a unique mix and I felt like there was a thread that they that could tie them together. And so this is the feedback that I got from that event and just seeing all of those women on stage and kind of sharing their stories was something that really, really touched my heart in a way that like, I really kind of like sit back and like, look at like, wow, that was like, you know, a great event. And I was so happy to be a part of like putting that together. And just, I still like when I have my little days, I like to kind of go back and like read the feedback from that event and look at the pictures and just really kind of glean on what a magical experience that was. So I would have to say that's probably one of my favorite events so far. I love that. And I especially love how you like sometimes go back and read those comments because it's true, right? A lot of times we put the events together and it's like you finish and you're on to the next. Yeah. You know? But we don't really like relish in the success because it takes Sometimes as little as a month to plan it or as long as a year or even two years, but then once it's over, it's over, right? Yeah. So I, I love that you take a little bit of celebration. Yeah. And then my, my coworkers constantly tease me because I'm like, I'm a little bit of a historian. I'm constantly taking pictures. So I really like to kind of have those little mementos when I can kind of really kind of go back and relive the experience that way. And a lot of times our events are like recorded. And so when you're operating the events in real time, you never really get to see what happens. And so you always want to try to kind of go back and like watch them in real time. But then if you're moving on to the next event, it's kind of like, never really happens and so I really try to as much as possible really kind of go back and really watch the event in real time and kind of see like what I could learn like you know to help make the event better or what kind of information was kind of shared that I can kind of bring with me in my life in a relatable way whether it's something that is kind of more personalized like a women's um, event or even if it's something that's totally outside of my comfort zone, which is like a CIO summit where it's almost like a foreign language to me, but I still will find some kind of nugget of inspiration and learning that I can kind of like, you know, have for soft banter and conversation with people because I'm a sponge of random knowledge. So I like to. 
We are because, you know, depending on the type of event, the speakers, the content that's being put out, right? We just like kind of absorb accordingly. (laughs) So it's really great that we have like diverse, that diversity in terms of the content. So congratulations. I know you were one of the honorees for Experiential in Color in 2022 and also as well as BizBash Most Innovative Meeting in 2022. I would love to hear a little bit more about you know, that award because it was for the 43050 summit. So if you could dive in and share a little bit more. Yeah. So like that was, we were really thrilled to get like that award, especially for as much work as we put in behind the scenes, like people would not imagine like all of the, 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 the interesting moments that kind of took place behind the scenes and just to kind of see it all come together and to get honored for the work that we did. And that was really just, we all like we felt really honored to be acknowledged in that way. So our Forbes 3050 Summit was something that we had, um, our inaugural event for that was last year, and we just cut off the second um, uh, inaugural, a second year of that this past March. And so that was something that we had like kind of no idea what we were kind of entering into. Um, believe it or not, we kind of put that like, to that event together last year in like I think about three months, which was like unheard of kind of when you really think of the magnitude of what we were able to produce and in that moment and and then of course that was right before the ukraine um you know the beginning of the ukraine and russia war and so we had like hillary clinton who was supposed to be there and had to kind of do a a massive pivot like with that and just kind of shift a few things around but it really spoke to like our team and like how we really work together under fire and just like can really kind of still be innovative like under pressure and so i think what was most innovating around that was just kind of bringing that scale of event to another country um, in that way, and just like in a, in a fresh kind of perspective, um, we did it on International Women's Day. And so it was like a, we had tours and experiences that the attendees could partake in during the first day. And then we had like heavy concentrated programming at the Louvre Abu Dhabi, which is a beautiful venue. And so I think a lot of our attendees were just kind of taken away from like that, you know, because it's not every day where you're able to experience that type of an event and like in a museum space and, you know, on the water with this stage and it was just like really refreshing and different so I think that in itself was very innovative and then like the next that evening um, we had a big fashion show that we had in partnership with a um, organization based in Africa and so we kind of took over the lawn space at our um, host hotel and so I think a lot of people were just like in awe of what we were able to develop with that as well it was like in a it was like a really high class like you know um, what is it called the, the the fashion week kind of production so I think that was like really innovative as well and then just like when we had like our uh, our change maker award um, that our awards that we gave that too that too and we also had Hillary Clinton who also served as a mentor to attendees even though she wasn't physically able to attend at the event she actually took her time and served in the mentoring capacity for attendees and I think that was also something that was like kind of really innovative and touched our audience like in um you know, in just a, in a way that they weren't expecting as well too. So I think we did a lot of innovative things with that event. And so it was really refreshing to be honored and to have other people like see that event. And so we, that was, um, that was really great. Wow. And all within three months. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's crazy. Like just mm-hmm. to, to think, but we like after that event, we all just kind of just like sat and all like, did that really happen? And of course, 
like in true Forbes fashion, we all had like events that were kind of leading up like right after that too. So it's just, it's, it's never a dull moment over here on the side. Same, you know, we have some of our team members like, you know what, we would love like a little bit more ahead notice, you know, with events. And then we're just like, we're trying, right? Because like the, our sales team is like, we're trying, and then, but they're just coming in at a hurricane. You just got to do it. And then like onto the next, right? I think pre-pandemic, it was already pretty short. And it just got even shorter after pandemic because it's what we call like the revenge event. You know, I don't know if you heard of it, but it's like, yeah, we haven't done events for two years, three years, and we want to do everything now. Yeah. And then also just the merging of like the hybrid and, you know, just like the virtual components. And if you have different audiences that you have to kind of service, like um, from a hybrid perspective, what that looks like and how you can kind of keep that fresh and kind of make sure that you're servicing both you know, attendees and making feel, making everybody feel that they're like included and, you know, just having those networking moments and ways to kind of constantly engage them, just kind of being proactive. And that is also very key, I think as well. That sounds great. So what projects, I mean, congratulations on those awards, I think is always, cause that's a very high profile award within our industry. So for those of you that don't know it, it's like the Oscars or the, you know, the Grammys for in our industry. So kudos. And how about 2023? What events are you excited about this year that you're working on? Well, um, retroactively, I am excited about the event that we, the 3050 summit that we just came off of with a couple of weeks ago. That was also really exciting this past year. Um, this, we honored Gloria Steinem, we had Billie Jean King, we had Hillary Clinton, and we also had First Lady Zelenska there. And so it was just, that was a really magical kind of moment. But like right now, I'm working on our Under 30 Botswana event, which is taking place in a couple of weeks too. And so this will be my first time going out to Botswana. And so just like what we're kind of building for that is kind of really exciting. Um, we have a few things that are in store. I can announce this now because we just had it announced, but we have Davido who is going to be performing at our Bush party. And so if, if there's any music fans out there, especially Afrobeats, that's a really exciting kind of thing to, you know, to have on your agenda. So we've gotten tremendous response about that as well. But then we also have a lot of different you know, learnings that people can kind of take away just from the entrepreneurial perspective and all the growth that's happening in Africa and just kind of shining a light on the opportunity that exists there. And so I think that it's going to be like a really um, engaging um, event as well. I love that. Sounds super fun. So now kind of switching gears a little bit from events to your professional life. Okay. What is the one thing that has helped propel you success tremendously? I would think just kind of, we we talked about this earlier, being a sponge and just kind of being open to meeting different people and just hearing different diversity, having diverse thoughts and just really kind of looking at the world in a way where you don't know it all and just like really kind of being open to different opinions and just kind of seeing just different perspectives of life. I think in the in the role that I do, especially sitting on the programming side and curating these events and experiences, I think that that is something that really helps me to kind of be a, a person that kind of holds a, a lot of different random knowledge, uh, having a network of a wide range of different people. It could be anywhere from like somebody that's a janitor to a billionaire, you know, just like really kind of be able to find that point of humanity within everybody and just like a connection point. I think that that's something I really um, 
I think has been has served me well within my career of just like kind of really being able to be a bridge and an amplifier of just community and just kind of relaying voices within different events. I think that that is something that I have when I look back, I guess, kind of, you know, at my, at my life and the journey of the events, I think that that's kind of a common thread that I have seen within my experience. I love that. Be a sponge, be, you know. <laughs> It's really, and then how do you practice self-care? Because they always say event planners are the worst at self-care. So come on, what, what do we do? What can we do? So I, I think I'm an outlier in that. I've always been huge on work-life balance or work-life integration or whatever they're buzzword they're kind of calling it these days but like I am kind of like the work hard play hard kind of mindset I know there's there's been studies of people not taking vacation days every year I take every single vacation day you know I don't I know vacation days left on the table for me because I feel like it's so important just to be able to recharge like I love traveling is a huge passion of mine so I always try to do some different travel moments a lot of my travel is solo travel because um, I like to kind of be spontaneous in the way that I travel and then because with events you have to be like so structured and regimented and like kind of have things so when I travel I like to kind of have a loose idea of things that I want to do but then also kind of leave room for the whimsy and like the spontaneous moments and I know a lot of my friends and others can't travel the way that I do or would be like Erica well, this is like out of control <laughs> type of thing there was a, um, a trip that I did in Greece where literally each night I didn't know where I was going to stay and I just kind of each day just kind of built on about that so I think travel is a key thing for me as well as um, of course I have my random shows that I like to binge watch um, I'm very much um, I love music and art and culture and I really kind of like to kind of have moments where I can kind of connect in that um, I'm also an artist as well so I like to kind of dabble in paints and experiment with different mediums and that type of thing so really kind of always doing something creative and just having some type of outlet where I can kind of just escape like in a mindless way just to kind of recharge and Re reset is really key for me to kind of, you know, be innovative and creative at work. And I totally can relay about, you know, because in our daily life, we're so structured, we're so we have to be so organized on top of everything. At our house, when we travel, my husband actually plans. So uh -huh. it's still on, it's already on a spreadsheet, you know, uh -huh. he knows that has that's the standard. It's uh -huh. like work, but I get to prove the trip. No, I don't plan it. He plans it. Uh -huh. It's just so nice. And people are always like, how come you don't plan it? Like, I thought you run an events agency. I was like, I know, but that's exactly why I don't do it. Because I'm constantly on. So I need to be off once in a while, yeah. you know, and I appreciate him so much because he does that. He does such a great job, you know. Now, but, has he always liked to do that? Or is that something that he's kind of learned from you? Uh, I take I it. take the credit. I take the credit. <laughs> yes. <Love> it. <laughs> yeah, I, I think in the beginning, probably just on a piece of paper and then transition to like an Excel and it has columns, it has date, times, breaks, you know, run a, like, show. <laughs> run a show, like what are we eating? What's on the menu? What time frame is it? Like, no, but we also have kids. So I think uh -huh. that's also we have to kind of have and sometimes on the schedule it'll say like free time mm -hmm. you know so we learn to also take breaks on vacation I know it sounds ironic but it does get tiring right <laughs> so it's like we have a block like in between we'll say okay this is free time so if we feel good and our energy level is good we'll continue and we could do yeah. more sightseeing but 
if we also want to just chill at the hotel, that's also okay. Yeah, I yeah. definitely agree with that. And sometimes I find like staycations are even kind of like the best kind of vacations. So I've done those. And like there was one year, I think Christmas, around Christmas time, I brought a, a ticket to go to Las Vegas two days before Christmas. And then um, it was a blessing because the guy at the hotel ended up hooking me up with a really nice room. And so I ended up just kind of being in the room like the whole time. And it was just kind of like, I'm the only person that goes to Las Vegas and kind of sits in the room <laughs> and like watches like TV. But it was like really relaxing and just like a, a great way just to kind of decompress. So that was yeah. like a, what a, a great vacation moment for me. That's great. And Vegas hotels are so huge. Yeah. Right. It's like yeah. so nice. You can really like spread out. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. You're so fun to talk to. It's oh, thank like, you. I, we, we need to have a separate conversation, try talk about our favorite, you know, locations to travel. Uh, to. I could wax poetic on that all day. I love <laughs> travel. <laughs> Any additional advice you want to share with the audience today, Erica? Hmm, that's always like a good question. Um, I think since we just talked about personal like um, and self-care, I just like I'm a huge advocate for that. So I think that's like probably like my biggest advice, especially for people working in events, just to make sure that you take care of yourself. You know, we have to be so on like all the time and events can be so detailed and can be so weighty. So you just really want to make sure that you are really kind of checking in with yourself and really kind of taking care of self so that you can be your best self in whatever environment you find yourself in so I think that's probably especially this world that we live in right now I think that's probably the best advice that I would probably give to people that and that's such wonderful advice you know as much as we need to be on we also need to learn ways to be off too yeah and enjoy life a little bit they always say Americans work so hard Right. Yeah. Like I remember visiting Brazil. They're like, Siesta, we close the store. I'm like, I'm still shopping. She's yeah. like, we'll be back in two hours. I'm just like, what? Like, <laughs> what is this? I don't understand this concept. I'm from America. You know, yeah. they're like, we'll be back, lady. I'm like, OK, um, <laughs> I guess so. Then what do I do? You know, when you're. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that's one of the things that I can not to kind of keep talking about travel. I think that's one of the things I really, really enjoy about like traveling and seeing the world like in other places, how they like kind of adapt to work and what their work like mentality is. It's so interesting and fascinating, especially having this American experience and how there's so much focus like on work, work, work. Whereas like you go to these other places and work is just like a fraction of who you are, but it's really celebrating the life that you live that's the most important. And I think we all can like learn so much from that. And I think that that's like a really kind of key thing to note, whether it's like even, you know, even like how healthcare, just like holistically living, like in other places, just really kind of thought of differently than in America. And I think there's a lot for us to learn from that. Yeah, we. I was just talking with another friend of mine the other day about, you know, whoever, oh no, it was with one of my team members during lunch. We were talking about, you know, in certain countries, like they have these group of people that live over like a hundred years old, right? Mm-hmm. What are some commonality, like the area they live, but they, one another component is like they walk a lot right and then obviously what they eat you know I think Mm -hmm. all those things like integrate together so that's so interesting that we're talking about this so this has been fascinating um what is the best way for audience to connect with you I think the best way to connect with me is on LinkedIn. And this also would be a great thing because I'm really trying to get, be more accountable on my LinkedIn. I want to start posting more and kind of sharing a little bit of things there. So I think that would also kind of give me a great like little 
and push and nudge in that way. So I'm easily findable on LinkedIn. Um, there's not too many Erica Speeds out there. So you can find me pretty easily on there. <laughs> yes, I love it. You don't want when you put in some names, like a hundred people with the same names. <laughs> yeah, and Erica well, with a K. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, E-R-I-K-A. Yes. And then speed, like speed. Like speed zone or speed limit. Yep. <laughs> yes. Or like the movie too. No, yeah, like the movie. Yes. Like the movie. Yes. Well, amazing. Thank you so much, Erica, for joining us today. And for those of you that are tuning in, if you have any questions or you want to connect with Erica, feel free to reach out to her. Thank you for tuning in for today's episode of Event Up. If your company is looking to level up your event experience, we are your solution. We do all the work. You take all the credit. Give us a call. Don't forget to share and subscribe for more episodes. If you like what you heard today, please share with a friend. We look forward to connecting with you next time. Thank you for listening. Tune in next time on Event Up.